The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Okay, shall we? Shall we? Um, shall, shall we do it? Do you need a clap? I won. It's the right thing. All right, let's go. Sorry, that's completely off brand, isn't it? Sorry about that. It was crazy. I apologise. <laughs> Welcome along to The Real Pod. It is the day after the night before for us. Uh, my name's Jane Yee. I'm joined by Duncan Grieve and Alex Casey. We've got T.I. here also in our Zoom room, making sure that we don't get up to any mischief. Uh, but this is your reality TV in real life in New Zealand podcast, but also a live chat recap podcast. <laughs> because your last home night, of live entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> live nation. Last night we hosted a live chat on Instagram and I don't know what it was. I was basically high on drugs at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. I think Natalie at the spin-off put it perfectly when she said it had real telethon vibes. <laughs> it's amazing that we got to telethon vibes in like what 15 minutes when you get to telethon vibes normally in a telethon after about 16 hours. <laughs> I think it was the, the the complete absence of a plan. And people just being put on the telly because they were there. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that was, um, it wasn't, I don't th- did we have any plan to put, put people in the game or was that just? No, I didn't even know that I was capable of it. I could bring them in, but the, I didn't know how to get them out. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> next time <laughs> I'll figure that out. But we had the likes of Cassie Roma from The Apprentice. Mike the auctioneer from The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy from the corner. <laughs> three cornies, three real life cornies and two celebs, which is about, sounds like the magic mix, Stuart. And Stuart, Stuart, Stuart Simon Lund, who sort of straddles staff celeb corny. That's true. You know? And Ollie Chick, Ollie Chick, who is like, I don't know, if Wayne's the mayor, what's Ollie Chick? Like, Deputy? Deputy mayor? Deputy, Deputy or secretary? Secretary, secretary yeah. maybe. Secretary. Secretary General? <laughs> Brigadier? <laughs> <laughs> Kamesh? <laughs> but Ollie was great because his camera wasn't, um, there's nothing wrong with it, and it was very foggy, and it just looked like he was in some sort of beautiful mist. <laughs> <laughs> Did have ghost vibes. Um, you like, Cassie wore her robe, came up with a few new hashtags, hashtag robe up for the real pod. I think it's something that we could really um, take with us into the future. <laughs> I feel like hashtag, show us, very... hashtag show us your underbed. 
didn't know underbed was a term. I'm not sure it is, but it is it now. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> One of my oh. favorite moments was Mike. Mike took us through a breathing exercise. You know, that was his big, um, his big final pitch for The Apprentice. And it was sort of 11 sharp breaths in and out of the mouth. And then everyone just kind of like fainted. It was like mass. It was like mass hysteria. (laughs) It was 11 sharp breaths in and out of the mouth. And then after the 11th, you hold your breath and then you breathe out and then you hold your breath again. And I was lightheaded after about six sharp breaths. (laughs) By 11, I was like in a a weird uh, dissociated blissful but also maybe dying state mm. well you you were carrying you had some extra ammunition on board oh it's true i did i've, I've taken painkillers for my old lady back um but but even me who was, was as sober as i've ever been um i was kind of ultimately blissing out slash fainting by the end of it the problem i don't think it's a new story though because i you know when, it, when kids used to do that at schools and they used to do ch- like challenges to pass out and stuff i feel like that's basically what mike was getting us to do um <laughs> and, what was our host responsibility in that situation like are we liable if someone had blacked out and docked their head or something Nah, I'm having right? I'm having a bit I'm having a BBC moment as Charles just oh into the background in the Zoom. Victor, Victor, Jude. No, it's Jude. Jude. He's embarrassed. He's halfway in the door. Yeah. And he's just lurking there. <laughs> he's lurking there like Ollie Chicknick. Um, Anyway, if you want to join the corner, lots of stuff going on in there at the moment. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. And on Instagram, we are at the Spinoff Podcast Network. You need to follow us to be part of our exciting lives. We tried to invite Colin into the live, but um, he doesn't follow Spinoff Podcast Network, Uh, which is a betrayal. Colin! Rose the day. Um, I also like the double entendre there, Jane, of um, needing to follow us to be part of our exciting lives. Ah! Mm. So you're talking about a Rudy entendre. No, no. Rare, rare Rudy pe- entendre. <laughs> That's your drag queen name. <laughs> oh, it is. Um, okay, shall we do some real news? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what real news is anymore, but there's an influencer doctor from the US who's coming to New Zealand. <laughs> Did you read about this? I saw that it happened on, on Slack, my main news gathering resource now. But I don't understand <laughs> how it can be. Like, uh-huh. She's not here. She just got a plan to... Cause you can, she's accepted a difficult. job at Southland Hospital. So okay. I don't know if there's some exemption for, um, you know aliens of exceptional ability in the medical field during COVID times. Uh, but Mama Dr. Jones, as she's known, 250,000 likes on Insta, 837,000 on TikTok. I think we should get in early and have her as our medical specialist on the real pod. We need one. <laughs> is she, she all good? Or is, she, is she like the I vegan teacher? I don't know. I've not <laughs> done my research. I prefer to let others do my research for me, as you know. It feels like it'll be quite on brand for the spinoff to, sorry, sorry, not for the spinoff, but the real pod brand for us to inadvertently, like, hire a a sort of, like, anti-vaxxer 
um, doctor with, with really questionable <laughs> views across the board and, and just sort of unknowingly platform them for, for uh, months before <laughs> figuring okay. out that they got their can I, degree Can I just online. say... Can I just say, with 837,000 followers on TikTok, I don't think we're, we're platforming them. They would be platforming <laughs> us. <laughs> and so maybe in a weird double bluff, we could, um, like, weasel our way into their following and then set the record straight. Or by taking up their time Stopping to have them, them having, like, introducing them to our tiny audience, are we actually de-platforming them yes. because we're taking them away from their much bigger platforms of their own. And that's exactly right. Okay. It's a whole new system. Um, Alex Casey had a birthday. I know we talked about it in the live, but we haven't talked about it on the pod official yet. So Alex Casey had a birthday on the weekend. She turned the big 3-0 and best day of her life. It was the best day of my life. I was absolutely lavished with contactless deliveries and... Um, had a wonderful video put together by a good friend, featuring all my good friends <laughs> from the, exclusively from the entertainment world. <laughs> Top of the rankings, Lorna Zabritsky from Coast, wishing me a very happy birthday, saying I wish I could be there to celebrate with you. Mike Putto thanking me for <laughs> supporting him through his career. It's just a very emotional tape. A lot of shirtless men as well. Um, Jack from The Bachelorette. Strummed me a. Was it Mary? Yeah, a little, little lamb. lamb. Yeah. Wearing nothing but a cowboy hat. Um, and black well, nail maybe, polish. And black nail polish. Um, Stephen from The Apprentice filmed himself kind of, I don't know if nude, but definitely in the shower with no top on. But um, who, do, who goes of, in the shower in, in underwear or togs? I think we have to presume full I nude. I think we have to presume full nude. And um, the final shirtless. Man was Colin Mathura Jeffrey, who um, wished me a happy birthday, shirtless in bed with a cardboard cutout of himself, which is just exactly what I wanted. My <laughs> it's crazy that he pulled it off. Um, also, I'd like. I just want to thank. I want to thank all the cornies who who submitted it as well, because they're people that aren't necessarily used to being on camera, and so uh, a few of them pushed past some of their fears about filming themselves doing a little birthday message for you, and. Uh, you know, and, and really came through. So thank you from me and Alex. I'm sure you want to thank them as well. Incredible corny submissions. A lot of people embracing the corn filter, which I think is a really powerful filter, but also a really good range of cats from the cornies. Yeah, yeah. The incredible cat Buddy, who's got like the biggest face I've ever seen in my life. And then this <laughs> other big fluffy cat. It was just, it was very heartwarming. I loved it. I loved every moment of my birthday. Thank you to everyone who made it so special it was very emotional hi if you'd had to pay open market free market non hyper goodwill cameo prices Mm, mm. for that video i'd be would have run you to thousands of dollars easily It, it was 15 minutes long 15 minutes long and I even had a a couple of uh, a couple of celebs who missed the missed the deadline and so if they'd if they'd made it in I mean JJ Feeney she missed the deadline she was like I totally would have I only just saw this you know that's crazy there was also a shout out the corny who seemingly baked a cake Uh, no definitely baked a cake definitely baked a cake I saw some of the b-roll I saw some of the b-roll footage actually baked the cake 
bloody moving and it's seen on the corner and I'm sorry on the side of it (laughs) and it just divine no it was it was it's the best film I've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) I think we should submit it for for the Oscars for short film (laughs) didn't you do film studies at, at school and and write a blog called the filminist i did do that actually (laughs) (laughs) xflix reviewer gives this film five stars (laughs) see she knows what she's talking about um we've got a format change starting next week duncan we talked about this uh just alex and i on the non-duncan pod that the bonus pod that went out on friday so basically if you missed that news the real pod is becoming it's being split in twain uh, this silly stuff will be one podcast and then another podcast being released each week will be a recap podcast and we're going to be doing Celebrity Treasure Island exclusively on those episodes. So that's just some housekeeping, really, just to let you guys know. Tremendously you know excited about Celebrity Treasure Island. Honestly, that- we, we really need it. Like, I just think this is going to sit, like, this might make lockdown good. How much we're able, going to be able to dig into it, I think is going to, you know, it's a bit like the reason why I was able to get all those celebrities to do those messages is a because they love Alex mostly, but b because they're all in lockdown and going crazy and got nothing better to do. And I feel like that could be what happens with Celebrity Treasure Island. I think we could see a real groundswell of a following. That's true, actually. Like we need something to unify us as a nation. And uh, probably Celebrity Treasure Island, is it? <laughs> I don't think the vi- virus is not a unifying enough foe. <laughs> it needs to be a reality show. <laughs> oh, what else is happening? Um, oh, Ryan Bridge got pulled over. Did you see that? He got pulled over on his way to Yeah, for the second time. And he had, to Google, time. he had to Google himself. He had to Google himself to prove who he was because he wasn't carrying ID. Because, of course, the police, police saw a fella driving along at four in the morning with a beanie on. He's all rugged up because it's cold. And I mean, oh, sus. Pulled him over. And he was like, I'm Ryan Bridge from the telly. Don't believe me? Google, look. <laughs> and, that, and that's passable. I find that reassuring the next time I get pulled over. It also gives you a sense of uh, the mountain to climb for, for the AM show if he does turn out to be... Garner's replacement. I'm sure Duncan Garner doesn't need to Google himself too often. That's true. That's true. That's true. But also, is this uh, a sign of the inequity between the the celebs and the hoi polloi, you know? Like, as a hoi polloi, you could Google yourself and go, look, see, there's me at my work, and the police officers go, not good enough. But if you're Ryan Bridge, you go, look, there's me on the telly at my work, and they go, great stuff, off you go, you know? <laughs> Is that a direct quote? <laughs> off you go. <laughs> probably, stuff. probably. Anyway, anything Is else? Is anyone else that? in the running? Have we heard anything else about the AM show? Or is it just going to be Bridge? Is it Bridge all the way? I've- what will the headline be if he gets it? Duncan, build a bridge. Bridge over oh, triple no, no. water. Alex is a far better headline writer for, than me, especially for that sort of carry-on. What do you got, Alex? Bridge, bridge, bridge club. <laughs> bridge. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that is inside the outer studio. <laughs> bridge the gap. 
What if he was just Bridge filling in? He is just filling in. Bridge the gap. Bridge the gap. But then who? But yeah, okay. But who's who's the real one going to be then? I, I don't know. The, Someone called Gap it's... would be handy. Mm, I think it's get too complicated. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's a given that it's Bridge. I think that's like quite a complicated one for for three. Because normally it would be. Like, could it be Tova? Because, because you know, they they have the star system, right? Where they, where Garner was political editor, became, got to do other stuff. Then Gower took over. Now he gets to do other stuff. Tova, Tova would be an amazing host. What mm. I'd like them to do is go back through their old audition tapes for the project. Actually. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> See if there's anyone on a on another strange angle. With they've scans already got, on their face. <laughs> they've already got a door with a, a, a name plate that says Duncan on it. Don't have to replace that. Just That's get right. Duncan Grieven. Duncan G, big, even. It's a big cost. I mean, I've also been on the AM show more than once. Not many more times than twice. So not saying I was a hugely <laughs> popular or acclaimed guest, but, um, you know, I know the studio. I know the way to the studio. Think about it. Um, I, uh, would you do it? No. If you wouldn't, definitely not. 100%. If TV3 rang you and said, hey, we've got a gig for you, Duncan, it is going to be early uh, mornings, but it's going to propel you to fame and glory. I probably would do it, yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you the for headline, grieve not, Duncan's here. <laughs> <laughs> Front page of the Herald. Oh, oh my is, God. That's very, very clever. <laughs> <laughs> a, br- I love br- this. a bridge between two Duncans. Yes, yes. yes. I would really. <laughs> I I like this new feature of the podcast today of Alex just shouting out headlines as we go. <laughs> no pressure. I think I think bridge bridge human bridge. Is, uh, <laughs> right up no. there. I thought it was bridge 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 club. Oh yeah, sorry, bridge 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 club. <laughs> what about three Garners a new Duncan? Oh, yeah! That's good too. That's crazy. I, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it, it has to happen. Like these headline what? opportunities are too good. Yeah. It's... <laughs> um, okay. Something else that's happened is uh, magpies diving on on cyclists. Did you know this was a thing? You would know, Duncan. Yeah. This is a huge. This is a huge thing in the Wairarapa. It happened to my dad when he used to cycle around. Same area. Right. So some fella who gets out on his bike quite a lot has selfie filmed himself being basically uh, not quite attacked, but definitely taunted by magpies who keep swooping down on him. Magpies are terrifying. They are terrifying. Duncan, have you been swooped on? Not that I recall. Um, I was was more focused on the dangers of my um, fellow road users as a cyclist than, than the danger from above. But who, uh, who knows what was going on around me? Mm. I think that maybe that's more of a country cyclist problem. Mm. Yeah. And that's the, th- that is, that's the, it's the urban rural divide, isn't it? Magpies or Mack trucks, you know? Which would you Joe got swooped on by a magpie um, when we were at Castle Hill. Was it Castle Hill? Famous uh, filming location for Lord of the Rings and the Chronicles of Narnia. I and know this Joe... now from your, uh, from your quiz on your birthday. Oh yeah, I learned um, something on the weekend. 
Joe is atop a mighty rock, and then behind him, very like Lord of the Rings style, this giant magpie just went, boom, 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 and then, boom, and like just flew at his face. It was so crazy. It was very exciting. He was fine. So, they, so no damage done? No damage didn't make done. Didn't contact? <laughs> oh, didn't make any dramatic contact. I think he sort of went into a little ball. But yeah, you've got to be careful out there. Does he have a thing against birds now? Um... I don't think so. He hates dogs the most, which is a <gasps> Really? Yeah. He had a run-in with a dog as a child. Yeah, oh. That sticks around that stuff. Oh, he came over and I had pickle here, didn't he? Pickle he was did. annoying. Pickle oh, was sorry, annoying. Joe. That's all right. Kia ora koutou katoa. Te Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. As we find ourselves navigating a new outbreak and lockdown, everyone here at The Spin-Off remains committed to bringing you quality independent journalism, which, of course, includes our coverage of COVID-19. It's not an exaggeration to say we couldn't do this work without the generous support of our members. So, if you'd like to help us keep Aotearoa informed, please visit thespinoff.co.nz members for more details and to donate today. Uh, can we talk about celebrity spotting? Yes. Stupid little walks. Who have you seen at the mobile, Jane? I saw absolutely no one at the mobile, but to be fair, and I didn't mention this in the chat when I was t- talking you through my five-minute walk to the mobile to get bread, which they didn't have. Uh, but on the way back, there was a guy, and I think this is born of pure jealousy, okay, because I have not spotted any celebs, probably because I don't stray more than about 200 metres from my home. But I saw a guy who, from a distance, for a split second with a beanie and a mask on, could have been John Polino. But it John wasn't. Polino! <laughs> John Polino looking like it. Oh, my God. Even in, in, the, in his absolute pomp, I don't know if he qualified as a celebrity. Oh, come on. But he's a reality TV star. Was he? <laughs> the kitchen job. Oh yeah. my god, Duncan, do you not know about the kitchen job? I don't. Is that what it was I called? I was just thinking of him as like the guy with the the, the, oh, the sort of third string mayoral candidate and sort of Luigi Weeweeji associate. We have got ten minutes on this and we haven't even started recapping the block. Oh, that's all right. The, the, the more we can squish and squeeze the block recap, the, the better for the podcast. <laughs> It was real dull. Um, yes, the kitchen job was basically John Polino going around telling people how to improve their cafes and stuff. It was great. You can see, I think it's on New Zealand on screen or it's somewhere. It's somewhere. You can watch it. Anyway, um, Alex, you've got a proper actual celebrity spotting. I've got a proper one. Yesterday, <laughs> who ran past me and Joe on our daily walk, but Artie himself from the vlog. And he was sprinting up Mount Eden with a pace that I am, have not seen before on my walks. Uh, and I immediately knew. Fit. I immediately knew. I saw the hair and I was like, and then he, t- he turned his head slightly and I saw the, the bone structure. Mm. And I was like, do I run? And then I was like, no, that's insane. Hang on, I'm hang on. So, run. hang on. Was he, were you going in this, traveling in the same direction? You were going up hill? We were, he yeah, like he, he passed us. He over So you us. recognized him from behind? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> It's a he wasn't wearing a mask either, but um, oh, that, okay. he was running that helps very with fast. Recognition, so I think but not so I think not so much okay. with COVID transmission. Actually, it does help yeah. with COVID transmission. But he was running so fast. I feel like the droplets were just they wouldn't they wouldn't 
straight back in, straight back down the camera. Exactly. <laughs> that is definitely exactly. not science. It's definitely not science. It's definitely not science. But he science was running so corner. fast. And then um, I was like, maybe we'll catch up to him. Obviously safely, you know, at a distance. And then at the summit, he was taking in the lovely sights. And from far away, I um, did a really big wave. Like, you know, you got to do things real big when you got the mask on and everything when you're invisible. Or if you're man. Alex Casey. Invisible man mode. Did a big, <laughs> big old wave. And then just like a really big eyes. Like big, tried to do a really big sort of friendly face. And he looked sort of puzzled. And then I said... It's Alex from The Real Pod. Thank you for my birthday message. And then he suddenly, like, realised who he was talking to. Well, I was yelling from afar at this point. Um, Were there many others around? Yeah, Mount Eden's pretty busy. There were quite a few people at the summit. Everyone kind of spaced out. Um, And, yeah, just said best of luck for the show. He said he was quite annoyed about the disqualification, um, which was on Sunday night. But mm. why though? They were justifiably disqualified, in my opinion. And never going to win said, anyway. He said the classic thing of like, you know, things go on behind the scenes, production, meh, meh, meh. Oh, um, do you reckon pr- production put on, like, skinned them and then save put it on their for faces? The seg. This is the only Sorry. thing we've got to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is just the same as transition. But no, it was very exciting. And it'll be very hard to top that, I think. Um, in terms of the sightings out there, yes, but I will indeed. endeavour to keep spotting. Okay, let's get into reality check soon as we've got six minutes and 46 seconds. I have four weeks to decide I'm going to drop my entire life. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> reality check. All right. Just a short amount of time to recap the Block NZ this week. I watched Sunday night's episode this morning. I watched up to sort of the end of the uh, the judging, and I don't know if anything dramatic happened to the cliffhanger because I was just like, got to go, got to get into a meeting. Um, but it was outdoorsy week, wasn't it? It was balcony and courtyard week. Twas. Twas. <laughs> and the family, the family arrived. Lots of family, I feel like. Heaps of family. Mum's dad's aunties, girlfriends, daughters, sons. Did, did, did Dan's sister come back? Yes, Anita came back. She Love was wearing her. a bright orange top. Highlight of my week. <laughs> uh, and the families all went, did some cleaning. <clears throat> That's about it. And the, the blockheads got out and... and uh, Put in some barbecues, laid some outdoor tiles, outdoor some TVs, louvers, outdoor TVs. I wonder about that outdoor TV. That whole space. I mean, Duncan and I visited these very homes and saw these outdoor spaces. They were embargoed at the time. Dylan and Keegan's one has a lot of stuff in it. Like it, it, it looks was a so lot. Packed packed. In they look like they just shoved stuff out there while they were like trying to figure out what to do with all the, you know, like when you're like yeah. when you're moving house and you just put like, put everything on the deck and we'll sort it out later. That's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. And also what's not really, I don't know if they mentioned this, but yeah, it's like kind of cool and weird, I guess, to have an outdoor TV. Seems kind of fun. And have this big outdoor entertaining area. But they are like sandwiched between the houses. So I feel like that would be a real pain for your neighbours. And also mm. I don't know if I could relax and be myself and watch outdoor TV knowing... Someone's probably filming me from the next house, <laughs> a la Dylan. <laughs> you know? 
I don't know. I just don't know if it'll get as like used as some of the others. I love um, Polly and Rachel's one. In the Villa Wars, they had an outdoor TV, but it was set up much more like a like a room outside. It was a lot more mm. private back in the day. Well, Connie and Rachel's they they scored really badly. They got fourteen. What did you love about it? I loved the hidden fridge, <laughs> the James Bond fridge that's in the <laughs> in the um, the a wooden like, slat setup. I don't know. I love a festoon light. There was certainly not enough um, soft seating. It's and. Point, Anne always pointed out, she pointed out at, uh, I can't remember whose, whose courtyard it was, but, like, across the board for me, there wasn't enough lounging-type stuff. Right. There were some little settees and so on, but not enough just, like, full layout. I mean, that's how, that's how I like to be at all times. You want a chaise lounge. I want a layout. I want a lounger. <laughs> that's what I want. That's all I want. Um, and anything that can be eaten on a table can be eaten on your lap, so I'd rather have lounges than a table. Wow. It's just me. I tend to agree. I feel like the, the, the outdoor spaces are tiny. Like, these are massive hulking houses that are really, really big inside, but they take up almost all of the land. Very efficient land use. Love it. But I do, I do feel like you, you're going to be extremely overlooked. So whatever... You, the activity, you know, like you were saying, Alex, like the activity that you choose to partake in out there, you've got to be very comfortable with it. Being seen. Reading seems fine. Eating eating dinner, that seems fine. But I, I sort of agree. I feel like watching watching TV, watching watching the All Blacks or the Black Ferns mm. or similar, quite Sky a rowdy one activity. Like Sky One Soft Porn. Sky One Porn. These are the classic, the two main content pillars of television, as I understand it. Uh, you're just going to feel a bit self-conscious doing that in front of in front of all your neighbours, knowing that you can be, as as you said, like yeah, like they're 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 uh, they can air you out to the judges. <laughs> yeah, well, you'd, you'd feel like you'd have to invite them over for like to watch the oh, rugger and what if you don't have a good relationship you know what if what if there's ideological differences we just we don't know i don't <laughs> talk to awkward. my i don't really talk to my neighbors not because i don't want to but it just sort of hasn't happened like we introduced myself when we first arrived but i did bring down their wheelie bin down the driveway the other day thinking i was doing a nice neighborly neighborly thing but then as i left it i was like do they think that i'm pass egging them out for like mm. not bringing their bin in I and think now, a note, a note is how you solve that. Just explaining that you're not being passive aggressive. That's too just much. Just trying to that's be helpful. Way, that's way too intense to leave a note. And own. then a, then a follow up note saying, "I realise the note seems quite formal, but just <laughs> just to be clear, I'm quite a chill." And just sort of get a long chain of post it notes responding to. And oh I think God. that should sort it out. We've got one minute thirty eight seconds. Okay, so Tim and Artie got disqualified because they were spotted by Dylan from Up on High, as you have alluded to, um, uh, bloody putting in plants at two and five in the morning. Broke the rules, got disqualified. Shouldn't worry about it because they were never going to win anyway. They only got eighteen points. Connie and Rach did terribly. They got fourteen. They're just a disaster from start to finish, really. Megan Dan got seventeen point five. Did they play? Someone played a minus two on them or something. No, someone played a plus two. Something got undone. Anyway, Dylan and Keegan won because they had all the trimmings. They had all the 
Exactly. All the one monarchy. minute. Less than a minute. Less than a minute to go. <laughs> I really liked the quote from Mark justifying the disqualification that they basically are trying to say they're trying to be as responsible as they can and make sure that people sleep from at least 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Because I think what it is is they want to have some rules so that people can break them so they can disqualify them. But anyway, so are you on. sure you can't make me the host or something? How do I do that? Just go, there should be some little dots around me. And make then, host, so, and then will we get yeah. a whole nother 40 months? Yeah, or just as many, many as we want. Whoa! She is the host now. I don't think that's changed anything. No, it's just it less than a minute. No, it should be me now. Oh, we're soon going to find it's out. Gone, it's, gone, it's gone from my <laughs> We're going to get cut off. I just want to uh, shout out Mark Richardson's quote that an overly tired blocky is a dangerous blocky. <laughs> that's true. Very I serious that, I sentiment. Like... Very funny to say blocky. <laughs> 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 I think that um, they, they do seem to be a bit more work safe this season, even though they've actually had more coll- <laughs> And that is the end of our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. That just cut out completely. Uh, thank you very much to TI here for recording. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Duncan. I'm just talking to myself now in my bedroom. We are going to be back next week with our new format. Don't forget, it's going to be regular real pod for one episode and then a recap of Celebrity Treasure Island, which premieres on Monday night on TV2. All right, then, I guess I'll just say goodbye, shall I? Bye. Kia ora e te iwi, te ai he Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.